Wow. Another couple months have gone by and the boys are finally back together. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Eric Meekum on the mic as always. Alongside with my co-host, Dalton Corbett. And my dog, Blake Long, Long, Long Dong, baby. I'm back, Woo! baby. Football is back. Fall season is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, football season. Oh, man. It's always a good time. There, it's the happiest time of the year. It's the best there time. There is nothing absolutely wrong when football season is on and the fall season is about to roll around. There is not. There is nothing a better combination than that right there. Oh, wow. It's the best time of year, easily. 100%. It's colder, has football, your weekends are no longer boring if you ain't Sunday got shit night, to do. Sunday night thriller, John Harbaugh having probably, I'm just going to say it, excuse me, John Harbaugh probably having the biggest nuts of all time going for it <laughs> on fourth and one, uh, keeping the Ravens drive alive and winning the game by one point, like, Football's back, dude. Like that's just Chiefs, amazing. Too. Against the Chiefs. Tom Arguably Brady. Tom Brady's like a cyclone out there. He's thrown for five touchdown passes in week two already. Season twenty two, age forty four years old. What's, you know, what's his total for the uh, What's soon. his total for the season up to now? He's on track to throw seventy seven touchdowns right Jesus, now. <laughs> man. Uh, it won't happen, but that's insane. It's still uh, gonna be a high Minnesota of Minnesota choking on the thirty seven yard field goal against the Arizona Cardinals yesterday. <laughs> Great oh game. my goodness. Uh, gut wrenching for Vikings fans. I'm so sorry. I know the feeling. Um me and Blake, our Jaguars are, um, you know, it's been Jags. a little rocky start. Um, things could have it's been better, but, you know, we're still a young team. Urban's in his first year. Trevor's only a rookie. Um, Dalton's team, even Dalton's After team. After a strong first showing against down. the Patriots, <laughs> goes down on second drive, proceeds not to kick a single field goal against the Bills, went for it twice on the fourth down in, our, in the red zone, and walked out with zero points at home. Yeah, that really helped um, the Tennessee League a lot. Yeah, don't worry. I had Dolphins defense, and that didn't go well for oh, me. I mean, we got no. a couple takeaways. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, we had a fumble and a pick. Xavier oh, Howard, the best corner in the league. Oh, of course, of course. Of course. Um, Patrick Mahomes gets his first loss in September, also throwing his first interception in September, and his oh, first loss goodness. to the Ravens. Previously, he was 35 touchdowns, no picks, 11-0 in September, and 3-0 against the Ravens. And now, here they are. Bottom of the football world. I'm just kidding. But they're <laughs> they probably – they're off. probably that, Well, that's how – it's kind of the same way when Bama loses. You know, like, I feel like the Chiefs are like yeah, that. Now, like, if they lose, they're upset as hell. College football, just like Dawn said. We haven't even gotten to college football. And, you know – It's been an exciting couple weeks for this, college football. So, to our real DB fans out there uh, – me and Dalton are finally living together for the ones who don't know. Um, our close ones, Blake knows. Uh, Blake helped us throughout the whole entire way, moving us into this new place. So, literally, Dalton Took off is just like everything. the room next to me. And, like, I could go walk to him right now if I wanted to. But, you know, it's pretty awesome. It's been, it's been really In fun. Gainesville, too. In Gainesville. Dalton has been going to all the home games and will continue to do so. I'm glad you got uh, your my voice, voice back. is a little with it's a still a little raspy. <laughs> he's gonna and as big as a Florida fan he is. Don, how a, how did you feel about Saturday? 
that's why I wanted to ask you. And I wanted well, I want the people to know how you feel about how you how you felt about Saturday. First of all, it's always a great great weekend when Florida State loses. Um, so that was a good week. Oh yeah, Florida weekend. State being zero three. Yeah, like fucking fuck you, Florida. They State. have lost to Notre Dame, who everyone thought, wow, Notre Dame might be a good football team. So Florida State was able to compete with them and almost win the football game. That's pretty insane. Yeah, the kid, next the week they decided to lose. Give the, Florida State fans hope though. He did until they lost to Jacksonville State the following week, um, and then this past week lost to Wake Forest, and they're down in the dumps. Um, what people don't realize about Florida State is that this is going to hurt their recruiting, insanely. Um, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't start like, and they have to play NC State, Syracuse, UNC. UNC is a top twenty-five team. Clemson, Clemson's defense is insane. I don't think they'll be able to score on Clemson. Um, they play obviously Florida at the end of the season. They play Bowling Green, who they only beat by seven last year. Um, they, and they play Miami. They could have four or five more losses. They could have an eight-loss season, maybe a seven-loss season this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. But to the real important game, the best game of the week, everyone was looking forward to it, especially, you know, your boy. Um, Alabama comes to town for the first time, I believe, since 2011 or 2012. 90,000 um, people in the fucking 90,877 people hey, at the for, So you, you go to the games, Dawn. How um, – how loud was it? Like, what did the environment feel like at the Florida um, Alabama game Saturday? Until it was, and when we were down twenty-one-three, you could tell like the, oh. the crowd was getting out of it. And then when we started coming back and made it twenty-one-sixteen. Uh, before I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say this. I was, let's just say, when I got home from work and turned on the TV and started watching the Florida Alabama game. Um, you know, Alabama, you know, Alabama was Alabama the first quarter. They put up they looked 21 points in the first quarter, and it came to the point where they were only just one touchdown away of me about to, like, all right, I'm about to just turn this off, go to the gym, and just, you know, enjoy the rest of my Saturday, watch some more football later, whatever. And next thing you know, it's 21-9 to at, like, half, and then – you know, we scored that touchdown in the opening in the third quarter. And I'm just like, oh my god, just this this could be a thriller right here. Like Florida's competing with Bama. Right. At the end of the day, Florida won every statistic except for passing yards, and they lost it by like 50. Third down uh-huh. conversions and turnovers. They had more time of Florida, possession. They had less Florida penalties. Florida won 75 percent of that game. Let, lost the punts or, or won the punt battle. We had won more the plays. Second, we won the second, third, and fourth quarter. We just got our ass kicked in the first quarter. I think that's we held. Exactly they scored twenty one in the first quarter, and we held them to ten the rest of the game. Yeah, the defense. Um, the defense, the defense absolutely stepped up. The defense, the defense stepped from, up. Yeah, defense. Props to the defense. Like when I oh, remember, for sure. I, I tweeted out, you know, when it was twenty one to three still, and the defense, like at some point. Because I was watching the game by myself, so I would look up. Because like I would look up on my phone or my laptop, like every up and down, like just watching the game or whatever. And then like, I just see that, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, man, it's just so crazy. All this, I I told everybody, every single one of my friends that was at the game that I lived with that I talked to, this was the happiest I've ever been walking out of that stadium for a loss. For a um, loss, can you imagine? Because I, I mean, Alabama's Alabama's always, dude. Alabama's not a 
every year Florida, Florida gets closer and closer. In the country. Agreed. They get closer and closer with teams every year. And we're not getting top three recruiting classes. Um, this will help us. We had a lot of recruits at that game. Um, I was like, sitting probably 15 feet from them. All of the benches for the recruits were full. Does this game, Don, does this game uh, make you think about um, – what if what if Dan Mullen put in Anthony Richardson? You know, like every other drive. I think I think we win that game. You think you uh, think so? Um, I mean, we averaged six point three yards per play. You know, we had two hundred and fifty eight rushing yards. We almost we outrushed Alabama by one hundred and fifty yards. No one would have guessed that. If you'd have told me that before the game, I'd have told you you were high. Um, Anthony Richardson just brings a different element to our offense um I think he throws I think I think he does everything better than Emory now they're saying he was hurt because of the hamstring last week um but as that be, with that being said he was back there doing backflips for pre-game um pre-game which I, he, 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 he wasn't even playing he, I like it he probably got he probably got chewed out by Mullen for that because Mullen probably took some heat from that like how come you didn't play him if he's back here doing or out there doing backflips for the game um but he He's. I've said this on the podcast before. Anthony Richardson will be a Heisman candidate by the time he leaves Florida. He will either he win did. one or be top three. He will. I, I'm going to hold you to that. that? Don, I told you this in person because I want to say this on the pod so that people can hear it. I, I feel like I didn't know much about Anthony Richardson back then until like we started hanging out more. I thought you were crazy as fuck when you said that. I was like, right. what the hell is he talking about? Like, I thought, you know, like, because, you, you know, at that point, I figured, like, Emery's going to be our guy for the whole season. I'm like, you know, Anthony Richardson was a redshirt freshman, and, you know, he's still got years on him, you know. Right. But, God, we see we see the talent from him now. And I'm like, damn, maybe Dalton isn't so crazy after all. Dalton does know his Florida Gators, man. I've been right. I, I'm not doing this to flex. I've been right about almost every quarterback that's came to Florida, okay? So I had I, I was right about Jeff Driscoll over Tyler Murphy. Jeff Driscoll ended up making the league whenever he transferred to Louisiana Tech. I was right about Trask over Franks. I said that in 2018 when we were watching the spring game because he was out playing Franks with the twos. Um, I, I was right about Emory so far. I, don't, I didn't think Emory should be the starter just from the four games that Anthony Richardson played in last year. You know, this dude is the first quarterback since Tebow to have 100 yards rushing and 100 yards passing in the same game for Florida, and he did it in seven plays. Seven plays. And this dude had over 200 yards of stats. Blake just looked up before this game. I didn't – or before this podcast, I didn't know this. He's top ten in rushing yards as a quarterback, and he hasn't – he didn't even play the third game. (laughs) And it seems like all of college football – Fans, analysts, anybody that watches college football to with a grain of like to the grain to a grain of salt, or you're just looking at it, looking at the ocean, and be like, damn, that's water. You know what I mean? We can all tell that Anthony Richardson is the better quarterback. Emory Jones oh, is second to last in the SEC in passing yards. Mullen, Mullen's, just, Mullen's just scared to pull the trigger. He's I right. Feel like, he is. He's too proud. I feel like Dan Mullen is the only person on that team that's scared to pull the trigger about starting Anthony Richardson. I think I think he is tied I think for all, most interceptions in the NCAA all, right I th- now. I feel He's like, played three games. 
I feel like there is not one single Gator fan that wants Emory to start over Anthony Richardson. I feel. I like. will support any quarterback that plays. I have no problem you have with that. To. You have, you have to. to. I, I have never booed a quarterback, and I never will boo a quarterback. If you put on that orange and blue and you came here, you're first of all, these are college kids. This is not the NFL. You know, These guys come in here not only to play football and hopefully get to the league. They're there for their education. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a, that team has a lot of pride on it. They take the blue and orange serious. Um, I will never boo for a quarterback. Um, I never booed Franks. I can't say the same. You can't. Blake was with me at the South Carolina game when he shushed the crowd. Oh, man. I was about to jump um, on the field and beat that man down. It was, you know, I, I will <laughs> never boo a quarterback. I might not like the decisions they make, but I tr- I think I think Dan Mullen proved today that he might be the best coach in the NCAA with inferior talent. He does more with oh. – because top to bottom, Alabama is better than us roster-wise. We allowed one sack yesterday against that front seven, or Saturday against that front seven of Bama. If you'd have told me that, I would have also thought you were high for that. We the past three years we have had such a bad offensive line. We haven't been able to run block, and here we are outgaining Alabama. Now were we at home? Yes. Did the crowd have a factor in it? Yes. We caused two or three false starts. Excuse me, my voice is still a little bit gone. Two or three false starts. Two or three delay of games. You know, we were we were the place was bumping. I'd say it's probably the third loudest it's ever been in that stadium. Um, I think Auburn in twenty nineteen and LSU in twenty eighteen were louder. Um, that's just me. Um, but we also won the game. We won the both of those games off of like late drives and stuff like that. I mean, we had a pick six to seal it against LSU, and then a pick on the following drive to end it. That was pretty insane. But you know, I, I'm happy that we competed, that we didn't get blown out. I think that we can – I think we I think we will beat Georgia. Um, I don't see any way possible that we don't make it at the SEC championship game right now. The fact that we have that guy starting and we lost by two points to the number one team in the nation. And this might show that Bama's not as good as everybody thinks. Nick Saban has said in post-game, post-game press conferences and stuff like that, we have something wrong. They're not disciplined. you know, And that showed a little bit. And they do have a freshman quarterback starting. But he still lit us up. You know what I mean? He had no turnovers. He held the ball right, you know. I'm, at the I, end of the day, I, it's still the number one football program it is. in the nation. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's, that's the best head coach that's ever coached college football. My dad won't agree for some reason because he's a homer and he loves Steve Spurrier. He said he takes Steve Spurrier over Nick Saban. I can't say I'd do the same because what Saban has done everywhere he's went is insane. Um, but at the end of the day – Florida is in a good spot right now. They control their own destiny in the East. Um, speaking more on the SEC, Arkansas has been lighting it up this year. Um, they seem like Sam Pittman and them have uh, gotten them into a good spot in college football. They are in the West. They got a couple of rough games ahead of them. They do have to play Bama, Auburn, Ole Miss. Um, and Ole Miss has a Heisman candidate with Matt Corral that was going to go to Florida, and then Mullen decided to revoke his scholarship and go to or and go after Emory, which that seems also like the bad, the bad move to do because Matt or not Matt, yeah not Matt Jones Matt Corral is absolutely insane right now for Ole Miss. Georgia seems to be rolling. Um, they beat Clemson week one in a one of the most boring top twenty five matchups I've ever seen in my life. There wasn't a single offensive touchdown scored. Um, uh, Georgia got a pick six early, or not early. It was probably like second or third quarter, and from then on out, Clemson couldn't do anything against that defense. They have probably the best defense in the nation. Clemson has struggled 
mightily against inferior teams. I wouldn't say Georgia's inferior team, but they beat Clemson or they beat Georgia Tech fourteen to eight last Saturday. They have some offensive problems. Statistically, Florida State, Illinois, Army, and a couple other other teams have a better offense than them, um, which should never happen when you get the recruiting classes they have. Um, in a Saturday night thriller, Penn State walked out of Happy Valley with an eight-point win over Auburn. Um, Auburn, I think, is a good football team, too. I think they actually have a chance to beat Bama this year. Their offense now with Bo Nix, I think, can actually put up points on them. Bama's defense didn't scare me from what I saw on the field. You know, like, if we didn't have a quarterback that was throwing passes in the dirt for half the game, and to Emory's credit, he did play well in the second half. He had a couple of third down balls that should have been completed that could have changed the game, you know, and the defense stepped up. But I honestly think Auburn would be a tougher matchup for us than Alabama at this point. That's just from what I've seen. You I could so? you might think I'm cra- you might think I'm crazy, but I, Alabama's not unbeatable. That, that's, that's yeah, all that showed. Did Penn State beat Auburn though? They did, but yeah. Penn State, yeah. Auburn had to go to Penn State. Penn State's one of uh, Penn State's like Florida, one of the hardest in col- uh, environments in college football to play in. You know, with the whiteout at yeah, night. Yeah, that's another you big know, thing that, too. Yeah, that whiteout, that whiteout is crazy. I, mean, I do crazy think, I do think, if we had AR, we win that game. I don't know if we win by two touchdowns or anything like that, but I do, I do think we win that game. I think if we play them in the SEC championship game in Atlanta, we could beat them if we had AR. It would be harder because of not having home field. Um, Ohio State lost to Oregon week two. Oregon is ranked third in the country. They seem to have a pretty good squad rolling. Um, yeah, especially after there's being been Ohio a lot State of last week, right? There's been yeah, a lot of did. yeah. They've they they've Oklahoma's, got a, a problem in Ohio State. Oklahoma's overrated as hell. Spencer Rattler. Notre Dame's overrated as hell. But Notre Oklahoma's Dame has struggled overrated. against inferior talent. Um, and this week up this week lineup, we got a couple of good games. Um, Oklahoma go, or West Virginia goes to Oklahoma. West Virginia's been lighting up the scoreboard. They had 60 points in their week two game, um, and they beat. They beat somebody last week and or this past week. Oh, they beat what Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech was ranked. Um. Damn, they did lose to Maryland though. I don't know, but like we said, Oklahoma's doesn't impress me so far. Um. BYU plays USF. That'll probably be a sweep for them. Um, Texas A and M goes to BYU, Arkansas. BYU is actually supposed to be very decent this year after uh, Zach Wilson leaving. That, I was watching a little bit of that game that night, and their quarterback throws some dots, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was, I was about to bring that up. I forgot his name, but I'm gonna go look that up real quick as we speak. So BYU, Jaron Hall. Yeah, Jaron Hall. That's the quarterback for BYU. Apparently, he's supposed to be like, like I don't want to say he's like the next Zach Wilson, but he could be like the successor to him for BYU because BYU is obviously that's how BYU is you know, brought their university's name up so high because of Zach Wilson from last year who threw four picks against the New England Patriots yesterday. But yeah. I ain't going to get into that because I feel bad for the poor kid. The game of the week is probably Texas A&M at Arkansas or Notre Dame at Wisconsin, whichever way you want to look at it. I think Texas A&M-Arkansas is the better game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think Texas a and overrated. They've struggled against teams at home that they shouldn't struggle against. Um, I've always thought Jimbo was a fraud. He won that natty with Bobby Bowden's players, not his. Um, uh-huh. 
and he's went downhill from there. He has never came close to repeating it again besides from when he still had Jameis and Oregon beat the shit out of them in the college football playoff. Um, Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's probably going to win that game. It's a 12 o'clock game for some reason, even though it's a top 25 matchup. Um, It's it's not not an exciting week of college football. We are getting into uh, SEC play and conference play and everything like that. Um, Florida, for the next few weeks, has a pretty decent schedule. Like, there's some games that do scare scare me um, just because I know the way we play against them. We go Tennessee at home, Kentucky on the road, Vanderbilt at home, LSU on the road. LSU is always hard to play. That will probably be a night game. They have an insane record at night. Um, My dad went to a night game there. He said that is one of the craziest environments he's ever been in with the fog rolling over the stadium. And they used to – and they used to cattle prod a tiger and make him growl into or growl into the, which I mean it's probably kind of fucked up, but <laughs> it's still kind of badass yeah, at the same that time. That does kind of sound fucked up. And then you got the game in Jacksonville, um, which is already slotted as a three thirty game because it always is. That is going to be the make or break game for Florida this year, without a doubt. Georgia's not going to have a single tough test up until Florida, I believe. Hold on. Oh, they play Auburn two weeks before, and then they play Arkansas next week. Or they play Vanderbilt this week, Arkansas the week after, then Auburn, Kentucky at home, and then us. That's a pretty tough five-game stretch, not going to lie. Van- I mean, not Vanderbilt, yeah. but the next four games. They're lucky they get Arkansas at home, but going to Auburn, that's always – at Jordan-Hare, that's always a hard game to play. And th- that always seems to be a close game. And Auburn usually comes out on top when they're at home there. But I think Georgia will be undefeated until they play Florida. Um, I think it will be a close game for Florida. But I do see us pulling it out as long as AR plays. So, yeah. biggest takeaways from college football to this point. Alabama is beatable. Florida has shocked a lot of people after the first two weeks. FSU still sucks. <laughs> Georgia looks really good. Clemson has offensive problems. Notre Dame's a fraud. Oklahoma's a fraud. Oregon looks good. Am I missing anything? Ohio State's a fraud. Ohio State's a fraud. Um, they, got, they, they got their butt whooped by Oregon. Like, that, that game was close for a little bit, but Oregon always had control. They always had the momentum. It never felt like it was going to be a Ohio State win for me. Um, I can't think of really anything else other than go Gators and Bama will see you in Atlanta. I was talking with my brother about how far the, the FSU program has fallen. It's so bad now. It's such a beautiful thing to watch. <laughs> We went through it too, bro. Like we went through Muschamp and McIlwain. You know, two of those seasons we had four wins. But you know, that's a to be rough fair, season neither, to go through. Neither of those coaches, like the programs that like UF at that time, was never, ever as bad as FSU is right now. It's ugly right now. It's a car crash you yeah, can't get away from. Yeah, it's ugly for FSU. I feel bad for them. If Norville is not the right guy for him, I hope they keep him. You know, Taggart really screwed up a lot of things there. Um, but you know, the only thing that was different between Florida and Florida State at this point, whenever I'm talking about like their bad seasons and bad mm-hmm. coaches, we recruited well with Muschamp. And that we recruited decent with McIlwain. McIlwain had a really good defense when he walked in because Muschamp was a defensive guy. Our defense was strong. I mean, we had what Keanu Neal, Brian Poole, Vernon Hardgraves, um, Sharif Floyd. Those are just four guys I'm naming off the top of my head that all went to the league. Dante Fowler. Um, no, don't even mention him, please. Uh, he got a strip. He got a strip sack against Brady yesterday. Ooh, still, still hurts, but 
Good for him. I guess. Still yeah. playing. Good for him. <sighs> um, we had we had a lot pick. of good players. Sorry, Heck, but... another Gator from that team, Demarcus Robinson, caught a touchdown pass yesterday in the Chiefs game. Um, it's I don't know. I think that their recruiting is really going to hurt them this year. I think this is where with Miami being down, Florida State being down, UCF's not going to pull from anybody. They'll get three or four stars that no one really wants. I believe Florida, this is the year. If Florida beats Georgia and makes the SEC championship game for the second year in a row, the recruiting is going to go through the roof. And that's what I've been saying about Mullen is that he can't recruit as well as Kirby Smart at Alabama, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, obviously Nick Saban at Alabama. Kirby Smart's at Georgia. Ryan Day. What I say? You said Alabama. Kirby Smart's at Alabama. I don't worry. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. You know for. what I meant. You know what I meant. Nick Saban at Alabama, Kirby, Kirby Smart, Georgia. Trust me, it's been a long day already, even though I just woke up. <laughs> yeah. I'm dreading work. Um, it's it's just we have to be able to get top five recruiting classes. You know, my dad will say, stars don't matter. Stars don't matter. Stars don't matter. Stars matter. They really I don't, don't care what anybody says. you got to pull those guys. Look at Bryce Young. Look at Trevor Lawrence. Look at Kayvon Thibodeau for, at Oregon. Who Kev, Kayvon Thibodeau was, we were in his top three. He ended up not going here. We have to get these guys. You can develop all you want, but it's easier when you have such a strong base to build off of for developing a player, you know what I mean? And I think this is going to be the turning point. But I think that's enough college football. I think we need to get on to the, the pros, Ooh, if you all agree. I like it. Yeah, all right. I, that's what I've been waiting on. Thank you, Don. Thank you, sir. No all right. Um, so we got to switch over to the NFL. Lots of things to talk about. All right. Um, Dalton, I'm sorry about Tua. Um, one thing I just now thought about, I don't know how I'm going to word this up. Um, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Jacksonville, Blake. I'm going to get a Jacksonville at some point, but I want to talk to That's Dalton fine. about yeah, this. Understandable. You know, because I, I just We like, got just more like than enough NFL about. stuff to talk about. But, um. Do you think this upcoming few weeks Miami might try to do something? Let's bring up – so we're going to bring up Deshaun Watson back, all right? Deshaun Watson's now in the play. Do you think Miami might pull the plug just because Tua's hurt and say no, fuck it? I don't think they will. I think Brian Flores kind of has a Dan Mullen syndrome going on with Tua. Um my dad said this whenever we were when the Sean Watson trades actually started popping and then it fell through. Um, coaches don't want to be wrong. They want they want to be right one hundred percent of the time. Like basically anybody, everybody wants to be right. But head coaches, when they draft a guy, they want him to pan out because then they look like a genius. But yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna let that get in the way of you, this this defense is it's close to elite. You know what I mean? For the second so, quarter, you, so you they were the playing with short field. Miami. The defense can hold it up. The problem is, at, is, and he got injured on the second drive against the Bills, so he didn't get to really see much. But week one against the Patriots, he is not dynamic enough to win us football games. I honestly think Tannehill under Brian Flores would be a better quarterback than two is. Tua just Damn, he just that's, he, that's a hard take. That's a very hard take. Does he throw some beautiful deep balls sometimes that Devontae Parker or somebody comes down with? Yes, he does. And it gets you so excited. But when you look at what the Chargers are doing, 
with Justin Herbert, how they're competing in every game. Justin Herbert is usually lighting it up after just being, he was lighting it up his rookie year, and we drafted Tua a spot ahead of him. And Tua is still trying to develop and find himself with a pretty crappy offensive line. The dude's undersized. You know, it's, I, I just don't think he's the right quarterback in the NFL. I think we have the worst three of the quarterbacks that came out of Alabama. Do you well, think uh, Jalen Hurts came out of Alabama? Do you think if Tua leaves Miami, he's going to be like a, a, the next like Ryan really Fitzpatrick or something? That's crazy. The next fucking Brett Favre? Oh, God. Leave Atlanta and go. No. I, I don't think he has the skill, skill set for it. I, it's just. He threw a he threw a screen pass in the dirt, um, in, on his second drive. He's very late to see blitzes, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he gets really scared when pressure's coming. Um, his short route game is his best game, which is fine if you're dinking dunking every time, but you get five or six yards. If you get five or six yards of play, you usually win the football game. But the problem comes is he misses easy balls sometimes, and then like I said earlier, he'll throw a nice deep ball over the middle to Gasecki or Devontae Parker, and they'll come down with it. You know, a a like covered a covered receiver, and he'll place the ball perfectly. But if you only do that twenty percent, thirty percent of the time, that's not going to work in the NFL. You know, and Jacoby Brissett was not better than him yesterday. Jacoby Brissett played like dog trap, like he he really did. Um, he threw, I think, two picks that were just, like, not, like, as a, it's kind of, it's kind of, I hate to bring this up, it reminded me of Trevor, but Jacoby's been in the league for a year, or not year, years. Yeah. Trevor hasn't even been in the league a year yet, so I'm giving Trevor slack for the interceptions. At cover two, he threw up the right sideline after he got, after Devontae Parker, or Jalen Waddle. J- I'm sorry, it was Mike Gusecki, Mike Gusecki got past the corner in the flat. And he just lofted the ball there, and the safety came up and just picked it off easily. You know, and we were driving. It was a fourteen nothing game at that point, so we could have really changed the football game. He just make he obviously Jacoby Brissett's not our starter. He's not supposed to be. He's supposed to come in if Tua gets hurt. Exactly. But I and I don't know. I don't know if even if we had Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'd be more happy. <laughs> honestly, we, just, we we won a lot. Really we won a lot with, of games in Miami, Miami for us. Year. When we were down against the Broncos, he almost let us on a game-winning drive. He ended up throwing a pick in the red, uh, in the end zone while we were in the red zone, and that would put us up. But he won us a lot of a lot of games. He won us the game against the Pats last the year. Raiders. The Raiders. The oh. Raiders. Speaking of the Raiders, we play them net this week. We're gonna get killed. <laughs> the Raiders. Um, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll get on that later. We'll get for on Miami. Later. Las Vegas. Miami just. Miami just doesn't have the right guy at quarterback. If we had Deshaun. It would make us playoff contenders. I'm not going to say Super Bowl, but Waddle has impressed me. I think, and y- y'all heard me say this about whatever after the draft. I was kind of upset when we didn't take Devonte Smith. The more and more I watch Jalen Waddle, I'm glad we took Waddle. Waddle, I think, is more of yeah. a pure receiver than Jaylen Devontae. Wa- is. I think Jalen Waddle is a hundred times better than Devonte Smith. The problem not is we don't better, have the right I mean. guy getting him the ball. And I don't think that's going to change. I, you know, I would give up three first rounders, Tua, and a second round pick for Deshaun. Dang! Right now, right now, because it would change our football team. I mean, yeah, that's because it, and it's people it's would want to come play so in Miami. Miami is a Miami is a party city. It has a good nightlife. There's a lot of stuff to do in Miami. 
you know, so you get that aspect of it. You're on the beach, basically, you know. I think that's <clears> what Deshaun needs to stay away from right now. You know, he just needs to stay from stay away from massage parlors. <laughs> um, it's just we have everything in place except an offensive line. Defensive line's nice. Linebackers play all over the field. We have two of the best corners in the in the co- or not country, then fucking NFL. Safeties Eric Rowe and Jason McCourty, they play they play good. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna kill it or kill us, you know what I mean? The defense is sound. We get turnovers. We have the longest active streak of turnovers in the NFL, um, game wise. And I think we're gonna waste it. And then we're gonna be screwed. Because we can't afford it. We, we will have the most cap space available at the end of this offseason, or the end of this season, which is nice. But if you still have Tua, I don't care how many offensive yeah. linemen you get, if you still have Tua, we're not going to make the playoffs or we're going to be a wild card and get killed in the first round. It's going to happen every year. The problem is... That's how I'm feeling about Jacksonville, too. Oh God. I'm feeling that Jacksonville might have... Jacksonville might become the first team. I think the first team to have number one overall picks back-to-back. I seriously think at this point... I mean, I know this sounds I know this sounds really bad because you know, you want your team you want to be positive by your team and I'm trying to cuz and I know it is. I'm tr- and I know it's Trevor Lawrence's first year, Remire's first year as You're NFL positive until they give you reason not we, to be. We have a new You're offense coordinator. We have a new defense not. coordinator. We have it, a new general a full, manager. Full, full Everything reset. is just Completely a whole reset button. Literally just a whole ass reset button and we're going to discover the next what 15 weeks, 14 weeks probably, of what Jacksonville can really do. Um, I think the first two games, you know, Trevor Lawrence finally got butterflies out, Urban Myers finally got the system going. Um, and they're getting a real taste of what losing feels like because Urban Meyer never lost in college, and Trevor Lawrence never lost in college, nor high school, nor Pop Warner, nor the most games pre-K, nor like Trevor Lawrence never four. lost a football game until like the national a championship against yeah, LSU. Like, it's a learning experience for sure. I think, but so. y'all know how these they college get coaches used to losing because they're young. It's a professional sport. It's not college anymore. Urban's not recruiting. Trevor Lawrence is not playing in a. Let's say like a fast-paced offense, like how Clemson was, but I don't know. I I have lots. Of, I want. I'm gonna keep my faith in Jacksonville, but I don't see anything good happening this Football's season. Football's football season's not fun if you don't have faith. Yeah, exactly. If you go into and every game thinking you're gonna lose, I mean, we, and we still have a chance to go. You know. 15 and 2 this season, you know. Hell, bro. Anything's possible. Your division is not out of reach yeah. at any means. We might go in the playoffs 6 and 10. I mean, well, Tennessee did beat Seattle, but the Colts are 0 and 2 as well, so I mean, Washington uh, did yeah, last year, so Houston's 1 and 1, Tennessee's 1 and 1, we're 0 and 2 and Indianapolis 0 and 2. I think we have more problems than like there's more glaring problems than it just being a rebuild season. Like yeah, I understand that we've got com- like a um, and I feel like it's play calling. A lot of it has to do with play that's calling on one. offense. I feel like why is James Robinson not running the ball? That's a question. That's a glaring problem. Why Another in the one, fucking hell is I, James Robinson not running the ball? People like to hit on our offense. Dalton line. knows. I have said this he last week. On a, he went on a fucking tangent. Oh boy. James Robinson had five carries in Week One against the Houston Texans. That is something Horrible we didn't decision. cover. That we were we would cover if we did the podcast a little bit ago, 
Um, but since the boys finally, we all finally regrouped again, like I've said from the beginning. Um, yeah, James Robinson only having five carries week one against Houston. That's not how you coach. That's not how you coach football right there. I, it, it's th- the problem that every play that he seems to call is either a run up the gut on like third and long or a rider. And wide Trevor Lawrence. Screen. Trevor Lawrence has already thrown like 85 passes in his first two NFL it's games. Re- like they're, I'm scared they're going to kill. That the is kid. insane. They're going to burn him out. He threw Trevor Lawrence attempted 51 throws in Week One against Houston as a, his first regular season game ever. Throws 51 passes. NFL debut. Like I don't even know. I don't even know if that's the right. I don't even know if you should do that with any. If I was a head coach, you, I don't think you should do that with any rookie quarterback whatsoever. Exactly. I don't think a rookie quarterback should be throwing more than thirty passes, honestly. Like he's still, and especially when you got James Robinson in the backfield. Especially when you, have, yeah, like yeah, you just, Blake just said it right there. Like especially if you have, if you have a run game, if you have Who's a it? run game with you a young quarterback, it. you have to run the ball. If you have the release, especially why if not you have a yourself? rookie quarterback, for example, like Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, like, like this is like. I feel like this has to do with the the NFL evolving into a passing league now because we have so many good receivers, there's so many good quarterbacks still. It's the fastest way to put up points. When a quarterback is young and still trying to develop his um, just trying to develop as an NFL quarterback how to play in the NFL. You got you got to run the fucking ball. I don't think I, Trevor, I think Trevor Lawrence should be attempting at least like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence should attempt more than 35 passes ever again in a game. You've got a Bro. quarterback who's trying to find his identity in the NFL on a team exactly. that's trying to find their identity in the NFL. And he's only played, and he's only played two coach that's trying to find their identity. Exactly. Exactly. And you're going to – you're going to – you have the relief in the backfield, and you're going to make him throw 51 times. And who's actually – Trevor Lawrence, uh, by far, is probably – let's say pro- – who, who would be the best rookie quarterback, him or Mac Jones, I would assume, right now? Uh, yeah, Mac I, Jones I would, I'd pro- say Mac, Mac Jones, Jones right is probably playing better. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah, he does have a win. I mean, he played the Jets, but he does have a win. Uh, yeah. And he should have had yeah. two. He should have two. They were driving against Miami late, and they fumbled in the red zone, and we got it back. Uh, but um, the, the glaring problem. But if it wasn't for the picks, Trevor Lawrence would probably be the tra- the picks by Trevor Lawrence. My goodness. That, that is <laughs> some of those I are just Some of those just – Dumbfounded, but they're rookie mistakes. They're rookie mistakes. There's been a few bad ones, but there's also been some that's they're really not mistakes. his fault, like 50 50 balls and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, receivers aren't coming down with, but and you have to throw those, in, but in he throw. has you do have to throw those, but you have to throw at the same time, don't get me wrong, Trevor Lawrence made some throws. When I watched the game week one against Houston, I, I wasn't able to watch the game yesterday due to working. Um, when I was watching week one against Houston, there was some throws Trevor made, and I'm just like, what the hell is he doing out there? Yeah. And then he made some throws that were like, okay, yeah, he, he's, the, he, we, he's the number one overall He's guy. the guy. Like, he's the reason why he's the best quarterback out there. And I still, to this day, I still think Trevor Lawrence is the best rookie quarterback. I, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback out of that rookie class right now. So I, I mean, mean, we'll find I mean, out. If you had, to, if if you had to do a redraft, he was still, us, right he was now, still going to win. Yeah, oh, yeah, quarterback still. Eric, I know you were at work for that, that first drive from the Jaguars, but man, I watched the game. It, yeah, I had my phone. Fo- oh, fo- my uh, quick Lord, funny story. I had my phone set up in front of me, 
We looked so good. We looked like an NFL Jacksonville team that looked like into a high Jacksonville's team. offense was a quick strike. So you know, eight, nine, ten plays down the field. Marvin Jones for no bad a drops, touchdown a good pass. run game. Um, James Robinson finally had eleven carries. I mean, that's okay, still not but good. yeah, still James not good Robinson James needs Robinson. to be James Robinson needs to run the ball eighteen, twenty times. I think. And probably like five to seven catches. I because James Robinson's a valuable player, and we don't have Travis Etienne. We all we have really for rotation for running backs is um, James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. That's all we really use. Which a big problem there is that I think Urban sees Carlos Hyde because he was at yeah. Carlos Hyde was at Ohio State. Because Carlos right? Hyde was at Ohio State. And, and that I think he's an Urban too. guy that's getting getting. And that's uh, what that's what scared me last week was when Carlos guy. Hyde. When Carlos Hyde had nine carries and James Robinson only had five carries, that what scared me right there. I said, Herb, that's when I was like, like Urban, why? what in the fuck are why? you doing? You don't fucking do that. You don't let Carlos Hyde have more carries than James Robinson. Your star second-year running back over like, the I, guy who's been honestly, in the league for a few years. I'm assuming, but I don't know if Urban Meyer does the play calling, but this, this might have to be on Daryl Bevel, too, because... If y'all don't know who Daryl Bevel is, Daryl Bevel's our offense coordinator. I'm sure Blake knew that. Daryl yeah. Bevel was the offense coordinator for Detroit last year. And last year, we know Detroit used Detroit liked to use a flex of running backs. They don't they didn't they don't like using RB ones in Detroit. They like to use three different running backs. Like last year they had like um Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, Carrion Johnson. And somebody else that, like, they never had an RB1. Like, there was no RB1 in Detroit. And I feel like Daryl Bevel might have brought that to Jacksonville. I, I mean, I know like it's that. only been two weeks, but I feel like he might be bringing that kind of system to us, and that is fucking up James Robinson's game. Yep. That's so, going to hurt a lot. Cause just if it's not Urban play. Meyer doing the play calling as Daryl Bevel, I guarantee you that it's exactly why James Robinson hasn't been running the ball yep. for us right there. Watching James Boom. Robinson play, right it's on just the money. so it's so like plays that should be just a yard or two run. He he still blows it up and gets at least like three or four more. He's going to he get you a hundred yards every once in a while. He's going he's he's a hundred yard rusher. He's going to get you a, a James Robinson's a guy. He's such James he's Robinson such a small but hard guy to take down. He, he reminds me of of MJD. He's a good comparison to MJD. Obviously, he's not there yet, but like that's he reminds me of of Maurice a lot. Small. Really hard to take down. He's not. He don't have the speed of MJD, but good God, he's still a power back though. And another like, so speaking on the 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 problems, I really people like to hate on our offensive line, and it's understandable. We don't have a elite offensive line, but they are giving Trevor a lot of time to throw. The problem is we have not a single. Well, okay, we do have a single receiver that can get some separation. None of our receivers can get open. Um, Charks actually disappointed me. Marvin Jones is is a star. I love Marvin Jones. Did not think I'd like to pick up when we signed him. I was like, eh. I mean, it wasn't the best. Like, we didn't even get the best uh, receiver we could have got from uh, the Lions. I want I want a Galladay, but he's really impressed me. He has impressed me a lot. Um, I think that Chark. I'm I'm still holding on to Chark's 2019 yeah, Char- season. Yeah, Chark kind of he, he he's Char- had a, a few. He's gonna break drops. out. We just we just got we just couldn't get the 
We just th- the offense just can't get it going after the first drive. I think week one he had eleven targets for three catches. That's horrible. I'll chalk a few of those up to bad throws, but T Law is not gonna throw what, eight or nine bad throws. There our receivers have no hands. I don't know who our receiver coach is right now. I I'm I miss I miss Keenan. I really miss Keenan. Keenan would have them straight. You know where you know where Keenan McCardell's at now. Where's he at? I hope he's doing good, man. He's in he's at he's at Minnesota right now, actually. Okay, good. He he's the receivers Jefferson. coach at Minnesota. He's coaching Justin Jefferson and Adam. Good for Keenan. him, man. Just good for him. He's having a good time. And D.D. Westbrook, because D.D. Westbrook's a Minnesota Viking too. Man, oh man, hey, okay, <laughs> forgot about that. Have not seen that guy take the field yet. But our. I, like our offensive line isn't great, but they're still giving Trevor the time he needs. I don't know yeah, why our main focus okay, in the, the offseason was to up our special teams. That was also a bad too. call. Don't get me wrong, I love Jamal Agnew. Dude had a had a whoa, return whoa, for a touchdown yeah, yesterday. We ain't even got to that yet. Already, already earned his contract. House for 102 yards. Longest for in franchise history. A franchise record. Out of the end zone. Fuck yeah. He filled out of the end zone. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. I know. Got through the first, first and second. He's also line. from Detroit as well, Jamal Agnew. We brought him from Detroit as well. Man, we 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 robbed the lion. I'm not gonna say lo- robbed because it's. I'm not gonna. I know. I think we. I know. I think robbing the lions probably just you know made us but worse. We took honestly, everyone from them. Darren Bevel, uh, Marvin Jones, Jamal Agnew. Good lord. Hmm. And we gave Keenan. Or no, not Keenan. Who 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 went to the line? Baselli. Baselli. Not. Is it Maselli or Brunel? Brunel. Brunel's in uh, Detroit now, I think, as a coach. Because I remember yeah, he's he a, got he's signed. He's QB's like, coach of Detroit now as I thought well. he was coming to Jacksonville. I was like, no way, man. No way are we signing Tony. Or, uh, I keep wanting to say Tony Baselli. Uh, Mark Brunel. Jesus, we need to bring Mark or, uh, Tony Baselli back. Jeez. But in, in the in the AFC South, I, st- I think it is still a winnable like it, it, no one yet has gotten away. I think the Titans are still number one, obviously, but they don't look unstoppable. Thankfully, Derrick Henry had a good game yesterday, and that first game was a little rough. That pissed me off. Yeah, he started out. He started out not so out. great though. Like through the first, like he had a, he had a rough first half and then blew up for the second half. He had what like a sixty-six yard run touchdown, I think. Something like that. I do but, remember. Yeah, Julio had a hell of a game for Tennessee. And that was good well to see, too, because I was worried that he was going to go over there and be – well, you know what? I kind of want him to go over there and be a dud. Because Julio um, didn't do too hot last that, week. Yeah, week sure. one was – it may just have been a, a week one little rough spot, but I'm hoping it sets the tone for season because we really yeah. need the AFC. I just have, I just Ryan have a feeling. Ryan the ball. Tannehill didn't have a good week one. If he had Kirk Cousins, it'd be different. We're going to make Tennessee look like the best team in the league. This will never I die. I like guarantee you 100. percent Tennessee is gonna like dog us twice because obviously they're in our division. Oh, and the Colts, Glassbone Jones is their fucking quarterback. Dude don't have one sprained ankle, but, but they uh, fear he has two. He sprained both of his ankles. They think. Also, one thing I wanted to get into as well was uh, um, before we wrap this up, we're probably gonna you know wrap this up in about 15 minutes or so. Um, what you got? Who, who, what, 
Um, so we're still stuck on the NFL because it's football season. We're probably going to be talking about football, you know, for the next couple of months. We all, we yeah, all. Yeah, if you're live, here for NBA shit, get the shit fuck out. <laughs> yeah, we live, breathe, and shit football. And that if you don't like it, then you don't have to be here. It's okay. But um, one thing I want to get into: uh, what team has been like the most surprising to you so far in the league? Arizona Raiders. Um, I was gonna tell. I was gonna be like, damn, the Raiders have been on a hot start, um, especially that Monday night against Baltimore. Me and Dalton seen that. That touchdown to Zay Jones to end the dagger in overtime. Or hell, and his interception was not his fault. Yeah, you know that interception in the red zone in OT. Whenever he would have put the game away early, mm-hmm. that was not his fault. Mm-hmm. I think and Derek Carr. Me and Eric Derek Carr looking like night. a franchise quarterback for the Raiders too. Derek Carr looks like an MVP candidate. Derek Carr Carr has the most passing yards right now with like 816, I'm pretty sure. 817. I would score, Yeah, he knows his shit. Last last night, me and Eric were talking at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, who do you think the MVP... Like the MVP, MVP race is looking like. And Matthew Stafford. What about Matthew Stafford for the Rams? I'm not surprised by the Rams. I'm not surprised by the Rams because I thought they were going to be like this with Matthew Stafford. Because Stafford is ten times the quarterback. I think Matthew Stafford's might have a great career with the Rams. I feel like, I feel like, real. I feel like football fans are finally going to see what Matthew Stafford's going to look like. That's one I wanted to cover. He he got bailed out of jail basically, and he's about to start a new career. Like, watching that Rams Rams game, one of the biggest marketed teams in the country. I've never, I've never the seen Cowboys barely, the, field the Cowboys barely Morgan. beating the Chargers by three. For the game they, and they barely goal. lost to the Cow or the Buccaneers though. You Cowboys know I mean? are still, Cowboys are still shit. Cowboy fans are still shit. Um, same old <laughs> story there. Um, Listen, guys, I I have a hot take. Okay, go for it. Oh boy. So at the beginning of the season. <laughs> we were talking about, or before the season started, we were talking about what we think is the strongest division in football, right? Okay. Bro, with the Rams being good, like the way they are now, that division is so fucking stacked. Buccaneers, oh, no, Buccaneers yeah. Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, who's the last one? 49ers. 49ers? Kinda, the, yeah. Bro, they could all go to the playoffs. They They're all, all playoffs. That they could be another. This could be another AFC the NFL playoff contention. So fucked. For the no, they could pull, they could pull with the AFC North team. did that one time and got three teams in. They could do the, that for the Forty Nineers. Yeah, I was talking about all, no. I'm talking about all four. I said I think all four teams are competitive in that division. Oh yeah, like, true. I think all four teams could be in the NFC playoffs, but it can't happen because the NFL playoffs are fucked to begin you with. You don't anyway. you don't like the you win your division, and then the two top seeded teams and no, I think I think it should be best record. Best record, like just like how the NBA does it. I think that's how the NFL should be. I mean, I mean, we do. We are allowed to have another extra team, like in the playoffs. Like we can have one extra team in the playoffs now on each conference. Um, I just think it should be best record or worse. Um, that I, I think that's just how it should be. Like if the Rams have a tough schedule ahead of them, bro. They play Bucks this weekend. Play Cardinals. Play Seahawks. I mean, dude, Cardinals, the Giants. Rams, the Niners, Giants are honestly Seahawks. playing pretty good. The Giants are playing pretty good right yeah, now. I think honestly. Danny Dimes has been decent for them too. 
Danny Dimes then has they been good the Giants. The Jalen Hurts has been good. Sam Donald's been the, good for the Panthers. Sam Dar- we, we said this on the pod. James Winston kind of J- shit the bed for the Saints yesterday. Sam Darnold, we said, was going to light it up, Dalton. and look what happened. Uh, we got a showdown tonight between the Green Bay oh, Packers dang. and Detroit Lions. Oh, I, I hope we that. all get to see Aaron Rodgers explode because we did not see Aaron Rodgers explode at all last year. I need Aaron Jones. I need him to blow up. My I man was Aaron in my Jones. hometown getting his ass handed to them by the New Orleans Good Saints. Good God. Had to, had to fly back to Green Bay in a body bag. Oh my God! Talking about you sitting there smiling my man on the had like one shit. point. Had my man had like one point in fantasy football. That's exactly what he had. Rest in peace, all fantasy owners of Aaron Rodgers. In one of my leagues, I have Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron he's about Jones to air it out tonight. I, I, we this like so. We, I think if we do podcasts on like Monday, if we do podcasts on Mondays, I think we should do like Monday night projections, how like ESPN does it. So, okay, okay. Guys, who do well, y'all hell. got tonight winning this football game? My, I, I got the Green Bay Packers. I got Green Bay. Of course. If Green Bay pl- plays like they should, Green Bay. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a 350-yard passing game with three touchdowns. Two to I need Aaron Jones to have four touchdowns. So I'm going. Aaron, I think Aaron <laughs> Jones could probably have 100 rushing yards too. I think it, I think score is going to be like. I think it could be a forty to seventeen kind of game tonight for Green Bay. I think it could be a forty seventeen game kind Dang. of game. Dang. It should on paper. Um at the end of last season, on paper it should be. But after week one, the the MVP is not playing like an MVP. Oh. And whether or not that's his choice to not play like it or not, I no matter what, you don't you, you shouldn't be playing like that. I think I think that Green Bay is going to turn it around. Like I, I just think they're a way better football team than what they played. Um, it's kind of the same thing that Blake was saying earlier. I don't know who you were talking about. You were talking about the Titans. Um, week one, the week one blues. I, I think like they play the Lions tonight. They play mm-hmm. the 49ers next. 49ers going to be a tough game. Steelers, probably a tough game. Then they got Bengals, Bears, Washington. Those are probably three wins. Cardinals, Chiefs. Damn, Packers, Ooh. Vikings, uh, Rams, uh, Bears again, uh, Ravens, uh, Browns, uh, Vikings, uh, and the Lions again. Uh, that's a pretty tough fucking stretch, bro. The Browns are good. Um, the Browns should have beat Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think the Browns might be one of the best teams in the AFC. I'm going to say it right here. I've been telling y'all this. I've been telling y'all this. Okay? Baker is a good quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Baker is a good quarterback. He went 19 for 21, 213 yards, a touchdown. He did have a pick. But 19 for 21? As long as Chubb is carrying the rock. He also had a rushing touchdown. If As long as Chubb and Kareem Hunt are carrying the rock and getting good yards on the ground, that team is so hard to beat. Their defensive line is nasty. You know Their DBs are starting to play better from la- the past two years. The Browns are a dangerous team. They could. I. I don't think they could win their division, but I think they'll that's finish a second. Rough division to win. The Bengals are starting to play good now. You know what I mean? Now Joe Burrow after the ACL tear, you know he Burrow did have one. a rough game yesterday. He I did. Think he threw. Let me see. He, Eric knows. Eric got him on his fantasy team. <laughs> Eric, Wait, how, uh, how, how Burrow do? 
Uh, uh, um, two Not touchdowns, good. three interceptions, Ooh. 217 yards, only 14 points for me yesterday. Um, he, he yeah, rough weekend of football. Yards, but. Rough weekend of football. Um, Florida, Florida has the talent. Um, they compete with Alabama, but Jacksonville lost. And both of my fancy league, I'm losing, getting my ass whooped in both I, of my fancy league. I, I'm so. down 40 points in both. I think I'm, I think I'm going to be 0-4 this weekend, so I'm going to have to dread throughout this whole week and wait until Shit, fucking I'm, oh, Friday fucking, or Saturday. I'm 0-4 as well. Don't worry, Florida's going to get back on track this this week with Tennessee. Uh-huh. I can't say Miami's going to beat Raiders. I'm not going on the limb and saying that. I don't care if two is starting or not. It doesn't matter. We're fucked. Um, uh, who do y'all play this week? Uh, Cardinals. Yeah, y'all are yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we play Arizona week three. Yeah, we play fucking Arizona week three. Hell, bro, the I, AFC I, I, West I, is a stacked division, too. Mm-hmm. Broncos are playing good. Chiefs are playing good. Raiders are playing good. And the Chargers can beat people. They can. They just they just got to pick up on the mistakes. They beat they, Washington, they really, though. They're good. They did. They, they, just haven't, they, they haven't only put it lost Dallas yet. by three, but Dallas is fucking Dallas. <laughs> that Hell, Chris, they only, I, I think, they only held them what to twenty points. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was twenty seventeen. Uh, Dallas, bro. Like, yesterday. I mean, that's, it was a, that's that a good LA. ass offense to hold to twenty points. That's what I was about to say. I think that we're is. still being a little hard on Tampa. The Tampa's defense didn't even hold Dallas to twenty points. I don't think that, the Cowboys are horrible, but they're not the. Number one, they're not. I still don't think I'd put them. And the Ravens impressed me last night on Sunday Night Football oh, God, against the yeah. Chiefs. The Ravens I definitely mean, impressed me after Lamar game, Jackson but... throwing two picks to Tyron Matthew. Both picks to Tyron Matthew. I thought Baltimore was never coming back from that. They should have lost that game. No, uh, but they did it. Sunday Night Thriller. What a oh. and that's been that like that's why it's so much fun, man. Because there has each week there's been a. If not a few great games to watch. Bro, high key, I'm looking. This is kind of like forward. off topic. The Buccaneers have an easy ass road to the playoffs. And if they're not, listen to the teams they got to play. Okay, they okay. play the Rams this week. That's actually a tough game. Patriots they'll beat. Dolphins they'll beat. Eagles they'll probably beat. Bears they'll beat. They play the Saints. They'll probably beat the Saints. They. They play Washington. They could beat Washington. They could beat the Giants. They could beat the Colts. They they play the Falcons again. They'll beat the Falcons again. They yeah, play yeah, the Bills. Yeah. The Bills they might beat. They might lose to. Yeah. They probably drop one to the Saints. They'll probably drop one of them. Um. They play Panthers. Sam Darnold could ball out. Jets and then Panthers. Like they don't have any team where you're like shit. Like that's Panthers a hard ass game, lot, man. They could really. You I, think? I could, uh, I could see them having only two we... losses to the Bills and the uh, Saints. Yeah. They could go fucking 15 and 2. They're really good. Before and we send this out, I want to mention one more thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the Jets. Uh, so, I, so one of my close uh, family members, Scott Gorland, uh, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure he likes following our podcast. So I'm going to shout this out to him. But hey, man, keep following our stuff. Thanks keep for watching, man. Thing. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry that you're a Jets fan, Scott. Don't worry, um, we're Jags fans too. We're Jags, Jags fans. fans. Y'all should have kept Sam Darnold. Uh, y'all fucked up on that because I think Sam Darnold's going to take Carolina Panthers in the playoffs this year. Adam Gase is retarded. And I'll, That's Adam Gase is retarded, yes. I'll admit Adam I was Gase wrong. Is very retarded. I remember I said Sam Darnold was bad in a bad no. in a bad situation. Darnold, Darnold is good. Darnold was a good quarterback in a terrible, 
ter not just bad, a horrible situation. Man, they're they're the Jets uh, coaching staff is so bad. It's really hard for a young QB to prosper in that that system. I know. Do y'all want to run All this right. back Thursday? Start trying to pump hey, out two we're a week. Be back on the I'm pod done. Thursday, ladies and gents. I think that did it right there. All right, awesome. Does See anybody else day. have anything to add? I think yeah, we're good. I think that I think that just recapped our Monday, our Monday shenanigans, the <laughs> misery day after a weekend of football. As a Jags fan, that's well, I think the, the only way we should go out is thanks everybody for listening. Um, go Gators, Duval, and Fitz yeah. up. Yeah. See y'all Thursday.